four, 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 four. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pod Thunder with your boy, the young light skin Keith Sweat. And to my left, my guy has returned. It's been a very long time in the making. My guy, Carl Green, CG exclusive on YouTube. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, send it to the moon. Let's get it, baby. Yes, sir. You already know I appreciate you having me on again. Um, it's always a good time. It's always a blessing to be on here. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? It's your boy, CG. It's me. And you already know the deal, gentlemen and ladies. Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Subscribe to the Patreon Buy some clothes, buy some merch. I told y'all it was coming last time. I'm a man of my word. I do not cap. Even though I got a hat on, I still don't cap. But anyway, <laughs> be sure to tap in and uh, we're going to chop it up today. So I appreciate you having me on as always. And yeah, uh, let's yeah, get man. to it. Yeah, man. I'm glad you came on. It's kind of crazy. Like I started about, it's about, about to be a year. I think it's like a year and a month now at this point that I've been on. And we're kind of getting like uh, chapters of your life. When you came on, you were at Cortland. Yeah. Then there was uh, one I haven't even dropped yet. There's been so many. I've been having uh, so many guests on. There's one of you and Angel that it's kind of like a, a retroactive uh, podcast now at this point because you were transferring. Well, actually, you were going to go your second year at Cortland. That didn't end up happening. So you're kind of getting mm-hmm. chapters of your life on the podcast. You're getting it all recorded on YouTube. So you can go back even when you're older and watch uh, you know, chapters of your college life on yes. the EG Pot of Thunder. Yes, life's a movie. You know what I mean? It really, really is. And I'm just enjoying the plot, blessed up every day. So yeah. uh, it's crazy. You know, it really is crazy. Yeah, man. So last time you came on, it was like July-ish. So um, what uh, what has happened since July? What are your movements now? What are people... You know, they're, they're tracking the CG exclusive. What have they missed? And, uh, you know, the EG pod loyal listeners can uh, get an update on your life. Since July, bro, we're going to have to do since last week, man. Like, <laughs> really, really, life be moving so fast. Um, But really, I'm just blessed up to even be here. Um, I had an incident where I almost crashed my car back in November. I almost died. Dude pulled me out of um, covered in glass out of the back windshield. So I'm just lucky to be here. You know what I mean? I take up every day just blessed up with some urgency. Um, but yeah, since July, man, it's been crazy. You know, life is like I say, literally it's a movie. Like you can't make this stuff up. You just live fast in the fast lane and, uh, live life and enjoy it every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, you can literally not, you cannot make this shit up. Literally talking about an accident. There's fire. There's never fire trucks coming around where we record the podcast and that's been nonstop literally right when you're talking about it. So, um, does that kind of bring, is that like a thing when you have like flashbacks when you're like, so if a cop came out, uh, the sirens, you hear sirens, you're thinking back to that point when you almost died. Is that, it's kind of all like a blur when that happened. No, but I, it, the situation, I, it's actually crazy because it's not a blur. I remember it very, very vividly. I remember, because um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the full story right now. Um, like I said, I'm just blessed up to even be here. You know what I mean? I say my prayers and my graces every day because I really am grateful. Um, so I was driving. I just ran a 5K. You know, I said, like I said, I'm an athlete and I like to challenge myself in very different um, athletic manners. So um, there's a 5K in East Greenwich um, that my mom was like, hey, as a family, like maybe we should go run it. Obviously, my grandparents are too old. My mom didn't end up doing it. She slacked. But I st- <laughs> I'm the man of my word. So I stuck with it. My family waited for me at the finish line. It was just a great experience. So anyway, I finished that. and It was the day after Thanksgiving, too. Um, I run the 5K. I was sore and I was like, I still have to work out. I still got to hit upper body today because I'm on a very strict regimen. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go get a massage. I'm going to relax my legs and then I'm going to go hit the gym later. So I'm going to get a massage up in Coventry. There's a really, really nice spot. Shout out my boy, Tom Rossi. Hopefully he gets some clients. He has really, really good prices, really, really good rates. And he helps out a lot of athletes. So anyway, I'm driving to Coventry and I have to like look down when I tell it because it's literally like a play by play. Like, you know, when you play football, you've made a certain play. Yeah. You remember, okay, I had to chase him. Or when you remember, like, you, you caught something, like, just like it's a play-by-play. So I'm driving, 
And then I remember this dude in a white Audi, he wouldn't let me get over because like I just got new tires in my car. So the I saw debris in the road. It was something you wouldn't want to hit. It was like a bigger piece of plastic, metal, wood. I don't know what it was. It was about a quarter mile away. So I'm driving and I'm a fairly fast driver. I'm cruising at about 90, 95. <laughs> a little fast. A little fast. Because <laughs> going on the straightaway, there's really nobody there. There's just like a couple cars in front of me and like around me. So I'm cruising at about 90, 95. Um, I see the debris in the road. I'm like, all right, I don't want to hit this. So I speed up to try to get over and like swerve out of the way. The guy doesn't let me get over. He speeds up. So I'm like, all right, F this guy. I jam on it. I swerve lanes, cut the guy off completely. Like, but it was like, I almost folded and let the pressure. Cause like, you know, when you're driving and you feel someone riding, really riding your ass and tailgating you that like, you kind of feel the pressure of like, oh my God, I can't even touch the brakes. I can't slow down at all or else he's going to hit me and it's going to be, he's going to rear end me. And obviously I don't want that. So I swerve back over. As soon as I caught control of the car, I swerve back over when I did. Dude, I just lost control. He, I don't know if he rear-ended me. I don't know what happened, but I lost control of the car. So I'm spinning out. Boom, I spun over twice. And I never used to wear my seatbelt either. Like, really, like when I say I live life in the fast lane, I really do. I never would have my seatbelt on. I spin out, go off the road. So I spin over two lanes of traffic, spinning. I go over, like, um, there's, like, a gap, like, where, like, there's a gar- the piece of grass, like, the gap, and then the guardrail. So I'm spinning out. I go over the guardrail. <laughs> Boom, crack the guardrail. And I remember, like... Like, it's like a sci-fi movie. Like, imagine everything in this room got flipped upside down right now. And it's like a pause, like a split second. Like, that camera would be in the air. Yeah. This would be in the air. And then, boom, everything goes crashing down. And I remember seeing the airbag blow up like that. I remember seeing it blow up in my face. Pause. <laughs> I go right in the back windshield and I'm laying there. I must have been passed out because I blacked out. And I blacked out long enough for this guy. God bless him. Um, He was like a white dude. I don't even remember his name. I was so, like... The adrenaline was pumping everything. White dude had like a salmon pink colored polo on. I passed out long enough for him to pull over, uh, walk across three lanes of traffic, stop traffic, and pull me out of the back windshield. And I was covered in glass. I have a little scar on my uh, the right side. I'll show you after the podcast. And my arm is a little scar too, but I walked away unscathed. What happened to the dude in the Audi? He just took off? He took off. He probably thought he killed me and he took off because the state troopers were looking for him when they got there. Um, and, uh, and they couldn't find him. And I'm just lucky to be standing here because like the car, I beamed that guardrail probably going 95 miles. That's wild. Right. So do yeah. you have like, um, like I said, kind of like PTSD at times <clears throat> or is just like uh, something happened? You kind of forgot about it. Honestly, bro, <laughs> I laugh about it because like, you know how they say, imagine shooting a man with his last bullet and he stands no. there unfazed. <laughs> you kind of <laughs> feel like you're, like you're a Superman now. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, honestly, that changed that car crash changed my life for the better because, not only did it teach me, okay, I'm a precious cargo and I'm gambling with my life every time I step into my vehicle, one, and two, it showed me like, not only am I here for a reason, God has blessed you with many, many things to be able to survive something like that. So when I play football and I can survive a guardrail, when I can survive crashing into a guardrail at 95 miles an hour, imagine what I'm going to do when I run into another man. Yeah. Really, that's how I think about it. Like, I'm crazy like that. Like, I think about stuff in all these different ways. And God just blessed me with another opportunity at life. You know what I mean? Because I knew I wasn't living my life right when that happened. So now that I almost died and I saw my life, like, flash before my eyes. And, like, I remember laying there covered in glass and blood and, like, um, seeing the airbag, like, blow up. And, like, you're laying there. It's like, wow. Like, you think you killed somebody. Like, the first thing I said to the people that stopped and helped me out, like, all those good Samaritans, I was like, please don't tell me I killed nobody. You know what I mean? It was crazy. So like, I wouldn't say PTSD, but I would say you get a second shot at life. You really want to make it count. You really get a second swing. You want to make it count. Cause like, imagine that podcast in July was the last time we ever talked. Obviously we texted and stuff, but like, you know what I mean? I'm an only child. I'm only grandchild. 
Um, <clears throat> that's it. For, that would have been it for my bloodline. You know what I mean? My, I take care of my grandparents are in their 80s. My mom can't have another kid. She's in her, uh, her, her late 50s. So I wake up with that urgency every single day that God gave me another chance at life, one, and two, that like I need to make sure my bloodline is secured. Yeah, you know, you keep talking you know. about God now. So, how, do you think that's obviously you went to Hendrickson, but um, you know, I went to St. Ray's too. And you asked me right before the podcast, you know, am I really like, in tune with God? And I said, yeah, but and then you asked me if I pray kind of like daily. And I said, you know, to be honest, I don't. So, um, you know, you kind of just talk about God a lot. Yeah, but God, um, I got God is the only God is the only man I fear. Bracelet uh, on you. So, um, do you think that got you more in tune with religion, or you always been a part of it, or that? that moment in your life has brought you closer and now you're realizing, you know, I need to, you know, showcase God that I'm you know, grateful for his prayers and, you know, looking over you. That's a great question. So I've always been in tune with it because obviously I went to Hedrick and we had to pray and all this stuff. And my family, like I was brought up in the church, going to church on Sundays when I was little. Um, but now I've had a more, I've had a better sense of being tapped in with God and being prayed up and, you know what I mean? Doing all that. And like, you don't necessarily like people think being in tune with God is going to church on Sundays and like doing all that stuff is a big, huge part of it. But if you just talk to God when you're in silence, bro, sometimes I won't even drive with music. I'll just sit there and I'll pray out loud and God answers everything, bro. You know what I mean? That stuff really, really changed my life. And like I said, like after that car crash, um, it changed my life of being like, okay, I'm here for a reason. I'm blessed because that could have been it. Imagine that was my time right there, bro. Like I said, like I live with that urgency every day that God has blessed me with another chance at life. And I'm living with that urgency to just conquer everything and just just for my bloodline and everything. Like it's a really, really, it's the best thing that could have happened to me. And I really mean that. You know what I mean? So you know, I'm just sure. grateful to God that I have a second chance at life. And I really, really mean that. You know, I'm glad you did as well, sir, because, you know, we got pretty close since uh, the Hendrickson days. And you're saying God answers your prayers. You do. So obviously, you know, there's, the, the, that, there's that side of it. Do you think and do you believe in the opposite spectrum of it where, you know, the negativity and um, apparently I'm a big TikToker. TikTok, I slowly go on, upload clips. But apparently on TikTok right now, there's like a big um, like witchcraft uh, trend right now on TikTok, which I did not know about. So do you believe like in that witchcraft and the negativity and the opposite spectrum of God? Of course. If God is real, evil has to be real, too. Look at what's going on in the world right now. There's evil everywhere. I see it in people's eyes. There's evil everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, you really have to stay prayed up, especially the way the world's going and stuff going on in the world right now. You have to stay prayed up. You have to stay tapped in with God and just call God, bro. You know what I mean? And, like, um, back to what I was saying about God being with you every day. Like, there's stuff in my life that, like, you can't really plan. Like, obviously, you know stuff that's going on, going on in my life. Like, I had to take a semester off um, from school because I had some mental health problems with my grandfather and, like, a bunch of stuff. My grandfather fell, and I really feel like I couldn't have been in the right spot mentally to go back to school and and when I was up at Cortland in New York. So I take a semester off. I go down to Florida to go train. I meet somebody. All of a sudden I meet Goldfeet and then now like like you can't plan that stuff and now I'm at a good school where where I really am allowed to be me. I'm embraced. I'm not just a number and I really everything works out the way it's supposed to do. It might take a while, but like that song with Future, it takes a while but I'm on time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you really really tap in with God, bro, and you think about stuff that's gone on in your life, you can't plan some of that stuff. You can't plan that I was going to take a semester off from school. I meet somebody, shout out Zoe. I meet him from YouTube, from a, a football stream that I did on YouTube. All of a sudden now me and him are getting up in South Florida because he knows somebody. And then bing, bang, and boom, now I'm tapped in and I'm really learning stuff, meeting people that I never would have normally would have ever met being from Rhode Island and from the smallest town, the smallest state. That's God's work, bro. You can't plan that. Do you think... Um 
you definitely can't plan that. But do you think there's times where, you know, saying God's blessed you and he's looking over, overlooking you? Do you think there's times where people have, like, you know, wished bad upon you? Where it is like, you know, they're, let me come and kind of mention earlier the TikTok witchcraft where it's like that type of stuff happening to you. Like, do you think people are wishing bad upon you? And um, if you do think that, too, in those moments, how do you, like, overcome those things? Like, someone's trying to, you know, wish bad upon you. How are you, you know, what's your advice to overcome if that's happening? Dog, people wish bad upon me every day. I have friends that wish bad upon me. Ever since I started my clothing brand, I have people that wish bad upon me every day. Friends, people that I thought would never look at me sideways or whatever, they switched up on me. They wish bad upon me. People I know and see in my day-to-day lives, my classmates wish bad upon me. I see it in their eyes, bro. You know what I mean? God bless me with the vision. I got. I have a Dragon Ball Z scanner on, bro. I peep everything. So how are you, uh, you know, overcoming <laughs> those haters and overcoming that negative energy in your life? You don't pay attention to it. You stay prayed up and you call God. And God will take care of all that. And the best revenge is success. And you can't ever be revenged in a spiteful manner. But you don't engage in the negativity because when you engage in negativity... Um, it will pull you down. And the devil's best weapon is isolation, bro. So if you stay prayed up, you got good people around you. And I, like I said, I don't really have that many friends anymore. I've lost more friends since the last time I've been on in July than I can count on two hands, bro. Because I thought, you know me, bro, I'm always trying yeah. to be cool with everybody. Now I have three friends, bro. Have three friends. And then my family, my grandparents, my uncle, my cousins, and that's it. And I'm prayed up and I don't care who I'm friends with. I don't care about none of that. All I care about is who's around me. I'm blessed up. I don't need a, a big circle because at the end of the day, God has blessed me. All these people that I see with my Dragon Ball Z scanner on on a day-to-day -day basis, I was telling you about the guy in the sauna, Yeah. my classmates, maybe some of my teammates. I know for sure my old teammates, my old coaches, everybody was bad upon me, but I'm prayed up, so you can't. That's God's work, bro. So God, not, I'm protected. I'm divinely protected all day. So you're not engaged with anybody who's <clears throat> wishing bad upon you? No. You don't try to wish bad upon them? Back. No, you can't because at the end of the day, like they persecuted Jesus. Um, and they put him on the cross, and he had to die for other people's sins. You know what I mean? He never wished bad upon anybody. He took it on the chin. So as a man, especially a man of God, you got to take stuff on the chin. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. I'm trying to live my life, like, more righteously. You know what I mean? Obviously with the girls and stuff like that. Like, do you, sometimes do you think that's hard, crazy. though? Like, sometimes I feel like, you know, um, this is, like, your third or fourth time on the podcast now. One never got published just because there's so many episodes mm -hmm. published. But, mm -hmm. you know, getting back to, you know, kind of uh, – the growing trend, I feel like, in, uh, you know, CG's life is that is a lot of uh, hate. And um, how do you keep overcoming that? Like, if how do you keep, like, I feel like a lot of people, if they had um, even one level of uh, one challenge in their life, sometimes people fold. You, you know have, how many uh, you things I've had to go through? That's what I'm saying. Like, so many things you have to go through and you keep, you know, getting to that next level. You keep overcoming the haters and the, you know, that's uh, that's has something in itself right there. You know, you've overcome your eye, then Corland, and then I overcame that. Now you're at... Um, you know, appreciate that, bro. That's love for yeah, real. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? no, of course, bro. Definitely. That's something. That's something about your character as well. So, you know, how do you think? I mean, you know, you keep saying you know God and you're blessed and stuff like that, but like just like the the characteristics. Like how do you do? You have those dark times where like you're by yourself in your room. A lot of people can turn into you know drugs. They form a drug habit, or you know they get very isolated, and then you know really bad things happen in those situations. Mm -hmm. You have not turned to that, at least from my knowledge. So like you know. Instead of going to that, how are you, you know, getting to that next point where, uh, you know, you keep striving, persevering and, you know, getting to a couple more things we're going to get to later on. But starting your own LLC, starting your own business brand, you know, getting popular on YouTube. A lot of people cannot do that. So how do you feel like you've actually done that to keep overcoming situations? Of course. Well, I appreciate that. That's love. You know, I mean, it always doesn't hurt to give people their flowers, which is a problem with the world today is that you I show love to a lot of people. People call it dick ride. And like, no, nah, I'm just showing love because nobody show love to me. So now I'm the, the bigger person. I show love to other people. But like what you said, too, is that like people get mad when I'm in certain rooms 
that they can't get into. You know what I mean? My trip in Florida, I didn't even post half the stuff. I'm in certain rooms that these people can't even get into. But instead of sitting here getting mad about why someone else is in a certain room, why not ask yourself, what can I do to get into that room? Instead of getting mad at someone else's success, why not ask yourself, okay, what are they doing that I'm not doing? And you're always worried about the problem is with social media and all this other stuff. And I do social media, so I can't really talk, but like people use it for different manners. I use it as a tool. People use it for, oh, they get mad. They see somebody else popping, doing this, doing that. Okay, F him, blah, 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 blah. He's this, he's that. He's, he's only fronting, blah, blah, blah. Where instead of asking yourself, okay, what is he doing that I'm not doing? Dude, the amount of steroids accusations that I get, excuse me, every single day, bro, if you see my routine, you see, I got the gallon right there filled with electrolytes and sodium and magnesium to keep my body hydrated to be able to perform optimally. So back to what I was saying is that instead of getting mad at someone else's success, learn to give people their flowers and be happy for other people because when happy for other people, God is happy for you. When God is happy for you, good things happen. 100%. And like... 100%. You know, I deal with that at times as well, especially with... um, my uh, travel adventures and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll post like throwback photos of, you know, if I'm in San Diego or something like that or wh- wherever I may have been. And um, I'll be right home in Rhode Island. And then even yeah. sometimes I hear from like family members like, Effie's traveling to California. He's in California right now. Yeah. He's, again? It's like, what do you yeah. mean? Like, first of all, why are you mad? Yeah. Second off, like, I'm not. It's just a throwback photo. I, like, I'm a photographer. I have my camera. I like right. to document a lot of things. So I have a lot of content. So I'm just trying to keep Hell posting yeah. on my page. And, you know, you got to feed the beast of social media to of get course. more views. Engagement. Keep your algorithm up. You need to keep yourself because active up there. So I'm just posting stuff up to keep my profile updated. Of course. So, uh, but they don't, you know, sometimes people don't understand the business side of things. Because, and they're, um, yeah, and they're hating more why is he there it's yeah like, yeah why bro, aren't you why bro, aren't I, you there i told you about the amount of times that people have asked me yo carl how much was that trip yo carl what hotel are you staying at yo carl how long were you on the boat yo carl how much was this how much was that bottle y'all guys were popping on the boat like blah blah blah, blah. i said bro don't worry about it mm-hmm. and now i'm done being nice to kids because now i've gotten to a certain level where i'm confident in myself because like i always feel like i used to be a nicer kid even though i had that ego to me i would always be a nicer kid because i didn't want to ruffle feathers i don't give a i don't give a rats bro you, you want to ask me about my pockets this that, and the third i'm like bro kick rocks you see the hotel i was staying at i don't gotta talk about it you know what I'm saying? You see the boats we run. I'm going to talk about it. I'm not sitting here flexing it. You know what I mean? But people want to say, all, everybody want to wash my pockets and do all this, that, and the third now where it's like, bro, like, don't ask me about how much this vacation was. Don't ask me about how much the hotel was. Like, I told you about the guy in the sauna today. And the fact that you feel like you have to compete with someone else is is insanity to me, bro. You know what For I those mean? those wondering, this is on the podcast right now. It's right underneath you. Yes. This is the trip you're talking about right here. Yes. The Florida trip. And I'm just, God, <laughs> when they ask me how it happened, I really just tell them God works. Like, I'm able to to hang out with two successful other people that are doing great things in life that I'm doing. Because now I'm, uh, I'd be able to tap in with God and nature. And them are God's creatures right there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, being able to tap in with nature, being able to tap in with people that are like-minded like you, it, it'll take you a long way. Because now it's like, I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you're from. You got the same mindset. You're a dog. I'm a dog. Let's make some money. So Good back facts. to so back to what you were saying about um, perseverance and persevering haters and negativity and all this that and the other. It's like one, I'm very stubborn. <laughs> I don't quit. Um, I have an ego and I have a huge chip on my shoulder. Um, I'm extremely confident in myself and th- that I see somebody doing something. And I think, why not me? Why not me from the smallest state, from this from the smallest town? Why not me? You know, you know yeah. what I mean. So I I see that and I just use I just see everything obstacle. I just see every obstacle as a way that I can overcome it. And then when I did that, I can be like, yeah, I really did that. And like people Facts. hate on you that you wouldn't even think hating on. Them. Like you said, family, 
bro, I have people swiping up on my stories. Yo, Carl, you shouldn't drop this clothing brand. I have a music, I have an album coming out. Some of my best friends wouldn't even buy my clothes. Won't, they say, yo, don't suck, don't don't drop albums. You suck at rapping. And given I'm not that good of a rapper, but I know that from my YouTube channel, from my engagement, people want to see music. Hey, I, I can hop on auto tune and sound smooth. AB is not that good neither, but <laughs> yeah. he's be touring and doing shit too. Yeah, you feel what but, I'm saying? Uh, he's doing numbers. So yeah. I look at somebody like that and I see engagement and I use my haters. I can use I can monetize them because now once I drop on DistroKid. These people are going to be listening to me. That's revenue. Hey, bro. It's, uh, you really have two things. I've learned this like in the business or whatever. If you have haters or you you're have fans, right. you're doing something right. Exactly. It's when no one talks about you is when you're doing something bad. Exactly. That means you're boring exactly. as shit. No one gives a fuck. But exactly. if you have haters, hey, man, like you, I know you know for damn sure. Apple's on social media, bro. But YouTube commenters be the worst. Oh, they be grilling. They be going off. Yeah. Like, paragraphs you, <laughs> on paragraphs. But you care that much that so you're writing that paragraph, bro. Exactly. You're not, you're not looking over. Exactly. I'm getting that mad that you're leaving comments on my page. You're right. So you you know, I'm doing something right. Exactly. I'm doing something right. Like, like even people I know that like when I'm in the sauna, I'm like, why do you care? You got 10, 20 years on me. People ask me, how much was that hotel? How long? Excuse me. How long were you in Florida? I'm like, why do you care? Like in my head, I'm thinking, why do you care? You're older than me. Yeah, P- people. Uh, people ask me, yo, uh, how much was that? How much was that? I'm just trying to ask so I can gauge and compare it to my prices and and this that, and the other. I'm like, okay, why do you care about what I'm doing? Got them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So look, it's just weird, bro. It's weird energy, and um, yeah, Robbie, same thing. Like I said, I deal with the same things as you, but I think it's good having a uh, you know, a good crowd around you. I get. You know, I think when I first started, I'm sure people still um, you know, get upset about the podcast, and it's like. Bro, it's like what I do. I think I'm doing, you know, I'm doing good numbers right now. It's gonna continue growing. Of course, from when I first started as well. But you know, I'm definitely I've seen it. You know, even the YouTube commenters, and I'm sure his friends and family were like, "Oh, he sucks." Okay, yeah. whatever. It don't matter to me, bro. I'm still doing it. It's my hobby. I think I'm doing pretty well. A lot of football, a lot of athletes are coming on the podcast. I'm getting into MMA right now, which is pretty crazy. And um, um, you know what's crazy is that most of these people. Back then, they probably had a dream that they wanted to be a rapper, a football player, yeah. start a podcast, go on YouTube, but they didn't have the guts to do that because they were scared about what other people were going to think. Yeah. Dog, why do you care about what anyone else thinks? Bro, I was telling a young bull, I'm not going to say his name, but he wants to drop music. We was in the car chilling after a workout, um, and he said, yo, I want to drop this music, but my boy said I suck. I said, what, bro? I said, why do you care about what your boys think? Drop that music if you want to. He's probably not going to listen to me, but a couple years from now, he's going to be like, damn, CG was right. So back to what I was saying is that a lot of these people that when you have the guts to stand up in front of a camera and put yourself out there, a lot of those people don't have that. You know know what I'm saying? And the way I think about it, too, is that all these kids, bro, like I told you about how after my car crash, I wake up with the urgency that I'm I'm an only child. I'm an only grandchild. I wake up with the urgency every single day that I'm blessed from God to be able to continue my bloodline and get successful and do all these things and conquer. Not only am I doing that because of my family and because that God has compelled me to do so, but I'm also doing that because I see all these kids with my Dragon Ball Z scanner. F these kids. Yeah. My, my friends won't even buy my clothing. My best friends, bro. Dudes that I show love, repost all this stuff, won't even buy my clothes. And I see that, bro. And that makes me want to stomp on your throat. That makes me want to go yeah. drop another bag in Florida. Real, real talk, it does. Because I see that and I'm like, yo, I'm going to apply pressure on you because I'm going to conquer and destroy you because you don't believe in me. And you will be my friend and try to come back when I'm successful and I will spit in your face. You know what I mean? Real talk. I said this a couple times. Actually, in the last last podcast with Maddie on air, make sure you go check her out. I asked her because she's a podcaster as well. I was like, oh, you know, the people who you've asked on and they say no. When you blow up and you're bigger now because she's doing pretty well. Even bigger. I believe you. You'll be a USC commentator. When you ask them to come, now they're going to ask you, hey, can I come on your podcast? Are you saying yeah or no? 
She said, yeah. Then you asked him about it, make him feel weird. I'm like, me? No. No Fuck shot. You. No I shot. I asked you come on. You fucking ignored me, left me on red. When I'm popping, I'm on doing shit no with shot. Joe Rogan, Tim Paris. And you want to come on my podcast again? Go fuck off. Exactly. You ain't fucking come on. Exactly. You ain't come on. You didn't believe me when I was just starting up. When I was up and coming podcaster. So exactly. now you want to come on for clout? Get the fuck out of here. Bro, bro. everybody want to be your friend when you're up. Like, bro, you've seen my stories when I'm on the boat popping bottles of champagne, pouring liquor in these girls' mouths. I'm on a boat feeling like the man, pe- girls everywhere in the water. I'm pouring liquor on them. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, the amount of people that slid up on my story saying, yo, Carl, what's the word tonight? I'm in Fort Lauderdale. What's the word? What's some good spots down there? But, bro, when I'm in Rhode Island, you won't hit me up and say, yo, let's get a workout when i'm down there in Rhode, when i'm in rhode island down bad depressed in my room you don't check in with me yeah when, when i'm depressed about a, a situation going on with football when i'm depressed about my grandfather when i'm depressed about certain things and meanwhile i don't get depressed but there are certain times when i feel emotions so people will hit me up and say yo carl what's the word blah 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 blah. but when i'm down bad you won't hit me up and check in if i died in that car crash would you show me love did you check in with me hell no kick rocks yeah, and now i'll say i now that i have amassed the confidence and the, the achievements in life i can say that to people's face Dudes ask me all the time, yo, how much was that vacation? Bro, don't worry about it. Stop watching my pockets. You want to scrap about it, we can scrap because I'm waking up with that urgency every single day to stomp on these dudes' throats and also do what God has blessed me here to do. Big facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I'll try to look up this this, uh, quote, but basically those, the ones who tell you you can't do it are the ones that couldn't do it themselves. Facts. Facts. Oh, you can't do that. Why not? Just because they're nervous and they're disappointed, like you said, that they couldn't accomplish nothing in their life. Facts. Yeah, man. There's always haters in this world for sure, man. But you know, you're doing big things, like you said. You, you started your own clothing company, so uh, you want to tap into that? I'm yes. rocking it right now. Yes. So I want to get a little drop into it. Explain, like, before we even get into that, I want you to tell me and don't sugarcoat it. How does it fit? What is the material? What can I do better? Well, I'm glad you gave me the large, the medium would have been a little bit too. Yeah, tight. it would have been a little tight. Been I told you it's a little, little tight. Yeah, definitely. But um, I like the material. Like I have Thank a, it's like a like the Gucci. I might, I might amp you. I can literally pull it out of my, uh, you know, put my closet next time. But um, definitely feels like the Gucci, like the, the typical Gucci, uh, like the main shirt everyone rocks. It's definitely that same material for yeah, sure, one hundred percent. That's what I had to do. I, I want. I was waiting for you to say the material because every single person I asked, I made sure my first drop was fire because I know that I have so many haters out here where they're going to be delusional about it. They're going to say, yo, the material's too rough. Yo, yo, your website's, your website looks trash. So I made sure I got a fire material so I know that if somebody says my material sucks, you're a hater. Bro, wait till you see the, um, I sold out of him quick. This He got the last t-shirt and I'm actually very surprised and very pleased and I appreciate every single person who bought um, an article of clothing because I didn't think I was going to do as well as I did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm dropping another drop um, and now I've been fortunate enough to get my website, get my LLC with the state, and I'm really going to take off with the stuff, you know what I mean? Because I really, really want to. And the name of the game now, especially living the life that I live, being an entrepreneurial mindset is um, like, it, it's just, I'm blessed up to be able to do situations like that and get into these things. And um, I was waiting for you to say the material too, because like, uh, um, I was waiting. <laughs> I was just waiting because I knew the material oh, was yeah. fire. You yeah, know what I mean? Yes, the Miami Jokers like the Gucci material. Yes. So the website's right underneath you right now. How can they tap in to cop some of your merch? So you can go on to the website. You can click the urgent announcement. Click here, and then you go right to the thing. Oh, so you right t- now. So right underneath you. Yes, and you would um just type in the article of clothing that you want, and I will ship it out to you. I ship worldwide because I do a YouTube channel. I have subscribers everywhere. That um, you can also do donations too in that amount if you want and be generous. But that goes right to my business bank account. Um, and then from there forward, I can buy more articles of clothing. I actually have a bunch of different drops. You can show them the website right there. Um, a lot of my boys out there modeling, you know what I mean? Because like not only do I do fitness, I want to help other people be genuinely successful. There's my boy Adam. 
there's Jack and Dane. Even though Jack don't have a shirt on, he said it was dirty, <laughs> <laughs> but he still looked good. Um, the world is your reality, so make it yours. Like I said, if your life, if you want your life to be a movie, you can put that in the contact us, and you you'll get a, be able to access my personal phone. I put that up in case my subscribers or someone really needs me. All my social medias are right there. You can keep scrolling down, um, and I'm pretty sure it goes to the Yelp. So I have Yelp reviews coming up. Um, I also have a women's line. A lot of a lot of some girls looking fire with the pink. I only have t-shirts, um, women's crop tops. Yeah, show them a little slideshow right there. Um, I only have t-shirts and women's crop tops right now, but I'm also going to be getting sports bras, hoodies, joggers, boxers with the exclusive coming across the band, bro. I'm getting everything. It's man, it's man, using the steroids right there. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> that's what they, that's what they say. They'll say, "Yo, he on roids. He doing this." Ah, da, 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 da. Where it's like, dog, if you just tap in and believe, you can do anything you want to. This world is yours. Yeah, man. They're acting like you did it in uh, two months. Like, yeah, you've been on that work. They've been on the workout grind since like junior since, high school. Since high you school, knew bro. me. Yeah, and that's what at this point. Like five years. Five years. Bro, five years. Imagine working out for some. And that's another thing too that I love to bring up. That's my boy Dan. Dan, he's an East Greenwich police officer. So thank you for your service. Um, but it's crazy too because like people not only look at me like that um, with like the uh, the gym and the clothing line and stuff like that, but they also look at it in football. Like there's a little V nine. I was showing them the pump just to really show how I get down. You know what I mean? There's results right there. But people will say, "Oh, this that, and the other about football." Blah 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 blah. It's like, bro, I'm not the same player that I was in high school because now mentally I have it. Physically, I've always had it, but mentally I was so out of tune with everything. So imagine working at something for five years straight. You're going to be, what's 365 times five? That's like 1,300, 1,500%. You know what I'm saying? Better than where you were five years ago. So you just apply 1% better every day, you can get there. And I still have levels to tap into. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, man. So so people don't understand that. So all these kids that I see, oh, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you haven't been anything since high school. I haven't heard from you in five years. I've, you've been hearing about me for five years consistently. Even when I wasn't even up, you're still hearing about me. So why are you, all these people, especially in Rhode Island, still live in that high school five, still live yeah, in that world of high school football? Like, um, you know, uh, Brandon came back from, uh, for, from Italy for a couple of days or whatever, and he was like, a lot of his friends he knew are just doing the same exact thing. Exactly. They're still broke. They're still hating. They're, they're still talking about the glory days, Hendry, Hendy versus LaSalle. Still talking about the glory days. Um, I don't even know, Tollgate versus whatever. It's like, bro, you haven't done anything in five years. No one cares about high school anymore. No one cares about first team All-State. No one cares about first team All-That. No one cares about stars. Once you graduate, no one cares about stars. All that stuff is cool, and it's cool to talk about, and it's cool to say you won a state championship. But after you leave high school, no one gives a rat's. Yep. No one cares. All you care about is work, consistency, results. You're in college. Your coach don't care that you had um, uh, uh, 40 stars. You know what I'm trying to say? No one cares about that. All they care about is results. So all these kids that say, yo, I used to give you work in high school, blah, blah, blah. Line up against me now, bro. You know what I'm saying? I really mean that. I'll live with that urgency every day. And I live with that urgency not only to stomp on these kids every single day, but like I said, live out God's plan and God's purpose every single day. Big you facts. know what I mean? And that motivation right there. And you have a female right here. So yeah, right today. And that's all right here in your uh, price listing. They can also reach out to you if they want to actually get to that, get that work in. And, you know, the past five years have been working out. So you also do fitness consultations and says right here as well, yes. correct? Yes, I do online training. I have a Patreon where I do fitness. Um, I do um, anything. You know what I mean? I do YouTube with a lot of good fitness stuff on there. I do it all. You know what I mean? So now all I really got to do is just grow my brand. So now I'm focusing on TikTok because TikTok is the only social media that allows for organic growth. 
um, which meaning that your viewers can your you can pop up on anyone's for you page all over the world. Um, so I'm trying to do that and just grow my brand and grow my face. Like I want to be the person from Rhode Island that like, okay, that's Carl Green. Like it's already where I go out. I'll be with somebody, yo, Carl, bro, what's good, blah, blah, blah. But I want that on like a level now. Like 100%. there's levels to it. Now that I got Rhode Island, I want to really get Rhode Island. I want to grow my brand. People, my ex <laughs> texted me. <laughs> she said, yo, I'm mad. I said, why? She said, I saw, I was at the gym at Edge and I saw someone wearing your shirt. That's smooth, bro. So yeah. now that gives me more motivation. I want more people wearing my shirt. Why was she mad? Because she's a hater. Because <laughs> they wish down upon me, but you can't wish down upon somebody that has been favored by God. I genuinely believe I'm divinely protected. After that car crash, that changed everything, bro. I wake up every day and I'm divinely protected. You know what I'm saying? I really, nice. really believe that. Negativity can't pull you down when 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 you're favored. And given I've been in negative situations, I'm in negative situations every day. I told you about the sauna. I'd be walking around school. Somebody says something to me. Somebody would be like, yo, how much was this? Why are you drinking that? Uh, what's in your gallon? But look at me and look at you, bro. Why are you worried about what I'm doing when really you could just get on what I'm doing and you'd be better off doing it? And I'm not saying in no way I'm better than anyone or I'm living life in a better manner than anybody. But like when I'm happy and I'm doing what I'm doing, why do you care if someone's happy and they're glowing and they're having fun yeah. with a smile on their face and enjoying themselves? Why does that bother people? It's weird. A lot of people, they love, like, it's so crazy. Like, even on social media, you can see someone donating money and that's, you scurry by it. And it's, oh, someone gets into a fight, you watch it, bro. People yeah. love the negative shit yeah. opposed, like, people getting battered down, bashed down, opposed to, you know, the donations, the helping people out, trying to grow organically and helping people out, like, even up the podcast. I feel like, um, you know, yeah, sometimes you get overlooked for the, the negativity. Facts. And it's crazy how the, that world is, the world's like that right now. Facts. It's, uh, it's craziness, but, um, you know, the positivity and what more, like, positive shit and more things should the fans be tuned into and expecting from Carl this upcoming year of 2023. Just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Dog, I'm waking up with the urgency, not only like I say every day about God, family, this, that, and the other, but I'm also waking up with the urgency that there's a recruit right now that sees me on the roster, that sees me on my Instagram, that sees me from Twitter, and he's saying, yo, I want to go take his spot. There's yeah. people out there in the conference that know I'm going at the school, and they're going to try to come at me. They're going to try to throw at me because of who I am. So I need, and I have a target on my back because of who I am, because of how I present myself. So I know I'm waking up with that urgency every single day. Last time you were on, like I said, the one that was never published, actually, you were talking about Cortland, and this is your second year. You were excited for it. But, um, you know, you can give as much details as you want, but, you know, unfortunately, that did not happen. So, you know, coming into, um, you know, last season, what people miss in the journey of football or even, you know, your process picking the school that's right for you? Um, I'm an open book. So really, you got to pick the school that's right for you. And my advice to be any recruits out there right now would really be like, Look at your coaches and look at their character. Look if they really care about you. Look if you're going to be embraced. Look if you're not going to be just another number. And I don't think at any school I've been just another number, but I think there are a lot of things that played into like URI. I don't even count URI because URI, I did everything wrong. So I take URI totally out of the equation because I look at it as I was still in high school. And if I could do it all over again, I honestly think that I still would have been there and I would have been very successful there. And I'm not even saying that could have, would have, should have the way I live my life right now, who I am as a player. I think stuff would have worked out really, really well. But because of mentally how I was navigating life back then, it was a wash for me. I had to get out. My mom literally told me, yo, I'm making you transfer from that school because of how I was. So back to what you were saying about um Cortland and like all that other stuff so I get there um and I think a lot I like I just think a lot of stuff went wrong that and I put myself in a very bad situation where so. is like that fine line now with like that NIL deals because um you know 
college they can college athletes now can get paid and um, a whole bunch of different sponsorships and stuff like that. So how can they even tell you to like not do YouTube or not try to promote yourself? No. Because isn't that the whole gimmick now? Like, that, is, that's the whole point. It was, whole right point when the, it? it was right in 2020 and 2021. Well, 2021 when the NIL deal stuff happened. So as soon as that happened, boom, I got monetized from YouTube. Yeah, I'm I mean, doing the side in the third. Obviously, you don't do stupid. So you're not posting smoking weed or drinking or like that. But like if you just go out here giving a gimmick. Exactly. What is it? What, so, um. Yeah, so that didn't work out. So now you're at um, you know, different school right now. So you know you're doing well. You're feeling more of a fit here. Yeah, love it. I love it. I'm at a different school and vibing out. I love my coaches. Love my teammates. We're gonna go win another ring and we're gonna run it up. But I want kids to really know that, like, yo, like you need to pick a spot that's right for you. Because imagine walking into a meeting, and you know your teammates don't like you, and you gotta play for them. You go to war with these kids. But imagine you go to practice. And you got more followers and you get paid to do YouTube and you do all this out in the third. And your teammates know that and they don't like that. So imagine the dynamic that's going to play on the field. Like, like you, like imagine the dynamic of the team. And this is what goes back to haters, bro. Imagine the dynamic of the team when you walk out to practice knowing all your teammates hate you because you get paid for social media. So that's and, and they look at you sideways because yeah. they're, they're not getting paid and they don't have money in their pocket. So like... Like, so do you think, so you're, you know, I think that's the issue that a lot of people were saying, a lot of the media analysts and reporters and, you know, the first takers of the world were saying that, you know, do you, so you're, you agree with this, where there can be people upset that quarterback number one can be getting paid $8 million, $8 million to be a quarterback in college and then it can be his teammates get nothing. Yeah. So that's the bad side of NIL deals. Do you think, so are you, do you think like. Obviously, it is what it is right now. But do you think it kind of should be pulled? Like, do you think it's starting up the unnecessary drama? I think that the drama is unnecessary, but only because these people make it unnecessary. Why not be a better football player? Why not start your own thing? Why not put yourself out there instead of worrying about, oh, my God, he got more money in his pocket. Then you throw a fit and you go talk to coach about it. And then it screws up the other kids playing time because it screws up the dynamic of the team. Why do you think that instead of dudes being mad that they're broke? Instead of dudes being mad that maybe they suck at football, dudes being mad that they're fifth year and they were they were playing JV for four years, and now all of a sudden they get on the field and they feel threatened by somebody. Where instead of doing that, why don't you just put your neck down and work and not worry about the competition, not worry about other people's pockets because everybody's always pocket watching. It goes back to haters with my Dragon Ball Z scanner. I peep through all these kids. So why not instead of worrying about everybody else, why don't you worry about being good at football and doing numbers? Why don't you worry about getting your own deal than pocket watching other people's? I'm yeah. sick of all these people talking about, oh, this, that, and the other. He's a bad representation. He, he doing this, doing that. Not only just for me, I'm sure there's other athletes that are getting paid out there that, that feel the same type of way. It's like, yo, why are you worried about washing my pockets? So Especially at these of, big schools. You're a fan of NIO deals then. I love just, it. I got one myself. I love it. <laughs> so you're, you, know, it's kind of, you don't think it's difficult, though, to deal with that on the field, though? Like, if you are going to haters and they're not going to get over it, How's that dynamic in the field though? Is this, then you get left to dry out. Say if you get burnt, you don't know the coverage, then you get yelled at. And you know, this kind of comes full circle though. It it does come full circle, and I think that like um it goes back to the field because like I said, imagine because football is a very team oriented sport. You need to be on one accord, especially playing defense, playing yeah, DB, playing 100%. safety in the nickel, especially in the nickel. You have to be on accord with everybody on the field. So imagine being on a team and you got to go to war and you got to go kill. With 10 other people, I'm the 11th. With 10 other people, you got to go to war with these dudes. And none of these dudes like you, and you don't like them because they don't like you. You don't like them because they're washing your pockets, and they don't like you because you're getting paid. You don't, they don't like you because you're washing YouTube, because you have a YouTube channel. You don't like them because they don't like you that you have a YouTube channel. So what I'm saying is that if you don't like these people, it screws up the dynamic of the team. Like I said, you know how God works, bro? I drop out of school. You can, you can put this in the podcast. I dropped out of school 
saved my year eligibility, got my tuition refunded, came back home, got a job, got my brand license with the state, got an LLC, started getting money in my pocket. And now like you see how, and now I'm at a great school and I'm going to be able to do great things with some great teammates. You see how God works, bro. He removes you out of one situation and replaces you in a better one. Now imagine I had no self-respect and I stayed in that situation because there were other kids on my team that would bitch and complain and cry about the coaches and this and the third, but they would never do anything about it. They're still there. I saw them in Florida, still crying about being in the same situation, still crying about being broke, still crying about not playing, still crying about the politics at that school, where instead of you just nutting up and betting on yourself and leaving, bro, I left the transfer portal midseason, bro. Do you know how nut, do you know how ballsy that is to transfer you, you, midseason? Were you nervous at all? No, because I bet on myself. I'm favored every time. And that was before I was even tapped in, but I know what I bring to a team. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know that even though I might not have the film, you know I work. You know I can play. Any position you need me to play, I will play. Do you think that translates to like just like your personal life as well? You think that sometimes people stay in relationships with a female or the girl staying with the guy just because they're nervous and they're kind of just comfortable where they are right now instead of just betting on themselves and working on themselves and finding a new girlfriend, a new boyfriend? Do you think sometimes people just can just, you know, just translate to life as well where they're just, oh, they're nervous. I'm going to stick with what I know. Of course. Of course. That's life. That's why I had to quit my job working at, um, at the job I was working at because people, like I said, I'm always looking to do better. You know, I mean, sometimes that's a fault. Sometimes that's a blessing. But you can't ever be stuck in a bad situation. People will be scared because they don't because people are scared to be alone. So they'll stay in abusive relationships. So people um, will be scared to, to be alone. So they'll stay in an abusive relationship. They'll stay in a toxic relationship. They'll stay being drained for years. And then that person will break up with them and leave them. And they're stuck looking like a fool where deep down in your gut, you knew you should have broke up with that person four years ago. But you didn't because you were scared to be alone. Where really, if you just bet on yourself, OK, I deserve better and leave. Life comes down to betting on yourself and gambling, and I'm going to gamble on myself and double down every single time. Big facts. Yeah, you know man, that's, that's that's uh that's 100% facts. You're preaching to the choir, oh, to the choir but you're preaching. Because, uh, it's just <laughs> I'm choir. You're, you're, Yeah, you're spinning because, uh, you know, a lot of people need to hear that sometimes, like you said. I feel like, I, you know, I could be at fault of that as well. I'm not sure if you can, you know, sometimes self-reflect and be like, damn. Of course. Maybe I did stay in that relationship too much longer than I should have been. But, um, you know, it's never too late to remove yourself, but definitely just remove yourself from the beginning where, um, you know, you see those red flags where you see that, hey, I'm not miserable right now. And a lot of people, like you said, you know, even I can get, um, we can get, a, you know, um, be at fault for it yourself. And it's like, yeah, hey, goddamn. And God removes to replace. Like I say, I'll tell you another funny story. So I told you about how I broke up with that girl that I love with all my heart. Well, she broke up with me. Um, I love that girl with all my heart. We broke up in um, November. We broke up. November ish, end of October. And after my car crash, I was before my car crash, bro, I was sitting in my room alone, um, deciding about what I'm gonna do. I wasn't playing football. It was a really, really dark time, bro. I wasn't playing football. I dropped out of school. I'm hearing it from my family that I dropped out of school. I'm hearing it from my boys. What are you doing? Me and her arguing the side and the third. So then we break up. And I'm hearing it from my family, my friends. I'm going to the gym. People are saying, yo, Carl, what are you doing home, blah, 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 blah. Just with my hoodie on, trying to chill, right? Very, very dark time. I'm laying in my room, bro, just down bad, right? And then I crashed my car. And um, I'm thinking to myself, because I was alone for like three weeks, a month almost, where I wasn't talking to no girls. I was just locked in in my bag. Very, very dark time. So I'm just alone. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, like, what am I going to do? Then after that car crash, I'm waking up with a sense of urgency, Maybe that was a wake-up call that I needed because yeah. I'm like, yo, not only, like I said a thousand times before, I'm waking up with the urgency to to provide for my family because I'm an only child and an only grandchild, so I need to do the best for my bloodline. Not only am I waking up with urgency because I'm favored by God, 
because I survived the deadly car crash that would have killed 90% of people. I'm also waking up with the urgency is, okay, like, now that she re she was removed from my life, I have all this urgency and this energy to just stomp on people, to just get money, to get successful, to, to, to get a better car, to go to, to go to Florida and do things with, with people, to be better at football. I'm waking up with a sense of urgency every single day. So back to what I was saying is that God removes to replace. He removed that girl from my life because he knew I was getting too complacent, because he knew my lifestyle wasn't right. Yeah. Because he knew that even though I was in the gym and I was doing my things, I wasn't urgent as I am now, bro. Like you probably feel the energy that I'm from the last time you talked to me in July until now, I'm probably worlds different. Like oh, just yeah, how sure. I feel and how I talk and how I move because God removed that from my life to show me, yo, you're getting too complacent. You need to not slack. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So you can't plan that stuff. And now I'm just waking up with that urgency. So like people will, will stay in a bad situation. That, that that girl was by no means a bad situation. It was a great, beautiful situation. But um, people will, will stay in situations not knowing that if they leave, the benefits will be so much better than if they stay. Because honestly, right now, the where I'm at in my life, as much as I love that girl, bro, I take where I'm at right now than having her back. And that kills me to say, but it's like, yo... Nick is probably at that moment you're probably like, oh, this is the one I enjoy this and having so much fun. We go out, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, maybe the negative, those couple negative times or fights are worth it. You know, that probably thinking that at the moment. But mm -hmm. then after the fact, you're like, what am I thinking? Like this was not the case at all. Now you're better now. Like you're saying, look, you can reflect on it, it and be like, this oh my gosh, world's better. It wasn't even the relationship because the relationship was great and it was a very beautiful relationship, and I'm glad that we went through it and things just didn't work out. But I'm glad that she is not in my life because I had a sense of comfort and complacency with her. Because like I said, I had to go through that month of just being alone with my own thoughts, fighting demons. So now when I get out of that, bro, the urgency happens. The light bulb goes off. Where not only am I waking up with her, like just a different sense of urgency. I'm angry, bro. I'm angry that I'm not in a good spot. I'm angry that the, the football situation happened. What am I going to do about it? Am I going to sit here and cry? Nah, <laughs> let's get yeah. to work. I got shit to do. Yeah, and that's been a you know key uh, attribute characteristic and uh, CG slimes uh, exclusives uh, life has been consistency, perseverance, and you know pursuing your, the next step in your life. So you're saying you know big things coming this year. Any uh, closing words? Anything we should see coming up? Uh, tapped in any stories you want? Because you know you know football season's coming up soon, so you might not be here for a little bit. Anything we should look forward to? Or any stories you want to say? Uh, you know, since last time we seen you in July. Just stay tuned. Just stay tuned, baby. Stay <laughs> tuned. Make sure you tap in. Any last plugs you want to give for the pod? Um, Yeah, I just want to say subscribe to my YouTube channel. Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Excuse me. Buy my merch. Um, You already know the deal, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram. Make sure to stop, tap in and stay tuned. I do private consultations. Um, I can get you right with the fitness. And one thing I do want to close out with is actually kind of funny. Is that all these kids that used to make fun of me back in high school... Back in college, not back in college, but like throughout the years that made fun of me, all this, that, and the third. These are now the kids that are coming to me as seniors in college saying, yo, Carl, bro, get me right. Yo, Carl, bro, I've been drinking for the last six years. I got a beer belly. All these kids that used to make fun of me for counting my macros, drinking coconut water, drinking my gallon, carrying a gallon around. Now all these kids are the kids that are saying, yo, Carl, bro, I need you to get me right, bro, this, that, and the third. And I always help them out every single time because even though I remember how they made me feel and how they made fun of me, the best revenge is not to say, F you, bro, you didn't believe in me. The best revenge is to say, look at me and look at you. They feel the results because they had to go through all that to swallow their pride because ego is a motherfucker. So these people had to swallow their pride and say, you know what? I respect CG. 
So they had to swallow that pride and hit me up. Or they had to swallow their pride and come up to me at the bar, even crazier, yeah. texting me. They had to come up to me in person, dap me up, spark a conversation, then say, you know what, Carl, I really need you to help me out. And the, the amount of ego death that that person has to go through to do that, I will gladly help you because you saw the light. So I will gladly help you. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. back to what I was saying about haters and stuff like that, they'll always come back and they will always be fans. And all you can do is just stay the course and stay tuned. So it kind of wraps everything up that you were talking about earlier. Like, yeah. how do you persevere? Do you want to get revenge on these kids? Do you want to tell them F you, blah, blah, blah? No, the best revenge is just to do you and they'll come back and they realize the faults in their ways. You know what I mean? Because yeah. God always favors the righteous. That was big facts right there, man. Make sure you tap into your boy, Carl Green underscore 23. Make sure you follow him on YouTube as well. YouTube page again? CG exclusive. CG exclusive, baby. Make sure you tap in. Make sure you tap into his Instagram, his YouTube. See his things popping up this year. I believe my boy, I'm going to you know, have big things coming to make sure I'm going to see my guys this upcoming fall. I believe big things are coming soon. Yes, sir. So, the, you know, getting more rings on those fingers, baby. And make sure you tap into Explore F and all social media, my travel adventures. I'm going to Coachella, London, Barcelona. Miami for a whole bunch of Dolphin games. Tapping with your boy, your cousin, Alan. So uh, yes, make sir. sure, yes, make sure you tap into EG Pop Thunder on all social media, all podcast platforms, YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. Send us to the moon, baby. Send us to the freaking moon, y'all. Peace out.